0: Well, good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever time that may be, wherever you are. My name is Craig Hagan, and you're listening to Rayma's Weekly Podcast. I'm sitting here with my co-host, T-Mac, Tony McKinnon. On We're recording this on February the 16th, 2023. This will probably air in about six weeks or so. Um, kind of a chilly day today.
1: It's cold today. We went from about 70 yesterday to the high of the 30s today.
0: Yeah, it's, it's Oklahoma's bipolar yeah, thunderstorms weather.
1: thunderstorms last night. Yeah. Oklahoma. At least
0: there least there was no um thunder thunder snow. I mean thunder sleet. Thunder sleet, yeah, thunder sleet. Which is pretty crazy, but. Yeah. yeah. it's a great day. We just listened to um President Joe Biden talking about UFOs. UFOs. Yeah. UFOs. Yes, U- UFOs um so evidently he's claiming that we shot down um weather balloons um from private companies, private companies. that were monitoring the weather. You know, global global warming. You know, so we, we will not be able to tell about global warming anymore, because, at least over that area. Because yeah,
1: it's kind of messes, shot, it's kind of skews the data.
0: We shot their weather balloons down. You know? yeah. So anyway, now there's other theories out there. You know,
1: that, uh, he's on his precision jobs. Yeah.
0: You know, so <laughs> anyway, who knows? In about six weeks, you guys probably won't care anymore about yeah. Yeah. About, a, about a balloon. But so today on the podcast, um, we have Pastor Josh Pennington. I'm um, from Newark, Ohio, right? That's Newark, right. Newark, Ohio. And um, Josh brought his whole family um, with him, and Josh is actually um, ministering to the third-year pastors. So, so, Josh, first of all, welcome to the program. Glad to have you once again. Um, go ahead and introduce your family. Um,
2: sure. Thanks for having me again. Yeah. Um, today I have my wife and youngest son, Angie and Alex, Uh, My wife and I have been married, it'll be 26 years in May. We were 19 when we were married. We have four kids, um, Julia, Jacob, uh, Audrey, and Alex. Alex is the youngest of the crew, and he is a first-year student at Raymond Bible Training College. So that's pretty exciting. And Alex is an uncle. Yeah, yeah. We we are our grandparents, (laughs) our oldest son and uh, daughter-in-law. Made us grandparents, so that's interesting. And Alex is a, a great, a great, wait, and an uncle, and he's doing a an great job. Yeah, yeah, an uncle. Speak, Alex. Let him know you're actually here. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I'm here. Yeah. Glad to be here. <laughs> it's interesting. Um, our Raymond story is actually, I think, it's yeah. interesting for us at least. Um, we were married at 19, and we were here for Camp Meeting 25, and last year. Uh, at wow. camp meeting 50, 50. <laughs> mm-hmm. our son was being dropped off to start his first year. So that's, awesome. that's pretty, that's, that's awesome. pretty awesome story for yeah. us. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's cool. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of, kind of surreal, um, kind of an incredible journey to go from being a student to then being in the classroom, endeavoring to help the third year students. That's what, mm-hmm. that's what Ange and I have been doing, mm-hmm. um, this week. And so, um, Ange. Angie was. I, I think you should tell your side of the reluctance story going back to the beginning.
0: Yeah, because you know, when Josh even
2: here, I'd a beggar to even show <laughs> up today, So
0: Yeah, when Josh was here, um, you know, last time we, we talked about his Ramah story and, and things like that. and Of course, Ivy talks about you, but you might want to tell your Ramah story. You know how you guys ended up at Ramah Bible Training College, um, and
3: yeah how I yeah. guess
0: how reluctant you might have been sure
3: so um, my first exposure to RaMA, I was in second grade when my parents I was going into second grade when my parents came to Tulsa to go to school so so actually, our son would be a third generation uh, RaMA student awesome. mm-hmm. um, so second and third grade um, we were out here in Tulsa. And then my parents went back home. When would that
1: have
2: been, baby? Was that in the late 80s, mid, late in 1880s, maybe?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, it feels like it. No, I think it was the late 80s. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I've done the math before, and then I forget where I left off on that math. Goodness. Second grade. <laughs> yeah, Josh like has the all 80s. the gray hair. I don't have that many gray Well, that's hairs, when we graduated from high school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Tony and I. Yeah. Oh, goodness.
2: <laughs> See, it just depends on where you are in the continuum. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, go ahead, sorry.
3: <laughs> so, um, so... So yeah, um, Josh and I were dating, and um, he said that he in
1: the second grade.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, this is going to be a long story. I can
1: I'm just uh, trying to clarify for our audience. I yeah, mean, okay. you know, there's idea. the people in India
2: who yeah, really in want India
1: them. are not tracking right now. <laughs> you. Okay, okay.
3: Well, we we were high school sweethearts, so um, we were high dating and um, got engaged. And uh, Josh said that he wanted to come to Rama. I never had a desire to come to Rama, um, so so anyhow, so we came to Rama, and um, it was it was great for us. Um, we learned so much. Um, after, it was
2: so great that she cried every day of our first did, year at Rama because she was homesick.
3: I did have a lot of homesickness. <laughs> that is true. Um, so uh, first year, you know, you decide on which group you're going to. Uh, I don't. Do they still do it that way? Well.
0: Now, most of the time, the third year is actually okay. where, where, you, where you pick. your Well, they okay. still pick yeah, because
1: okay. you, you can go uh, ministry fundamentals or you can pick a group. But we try to steer them towards just going ministry fundamentals and staying yeah. third year and
2: picking a group. That's yeah. when the that's when like the reluctance.
1: Yeah, that's when the reluctance building, came
3: in when we were choosing me. what
2: we were going to our course of study and yeah. focus yeah. Yeah. as yeah. Rayma presented to and, us. And a,
0: and a lot of people, like I said, you know, a lot of people, I went in the evangelist group, um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot, a lot of people, it doesn't matter what group you go. We yeah. have a lot of pastors that went in the helps group. So, um, yeah. yeah, but, but for Rayma students, it's, it's a, a big deal. It's cause, a big yeah. deal. Because yeah. they're thinking about, you know, if I choose the wrong group, right. know, yeah. God right. can't promote me or yeah. or, or whatever. So yeah, I, had I, think, one,
1: I had one catch me in between the buildings a year or two ago, just really, consternated about that decision and Mm -hmm. how do I know and and I said honey I didn't know I said at the time I still don't know what I'm doing I said so you know yeah
3: yeah yeah Yeah. so anyhow so he came to me and said hey you know I'm thinking that pastor's group is the group that I want to go into and growing up in a pastor's home um and I it's not anything that I wouldn't say to my dad but he he definitely was a workaholic and so Mm -hmm. I thought I don't know that I want that for my family or for my kids um, or for you yeah or even for me um so so, anyway, so so
0: being a workaholic so did you feel growing up that like i said that he was it was the church members were more important oh, than, than heavens the family yeah. oh heavens yeah because yeah. i know that's yeah. real big under pks yeah. you know that oh, yeah. they think well you know my my parents love the church more than they love for sure the, the family i've even heard youth ministers say, well you you care about your youth kids more than you do your own kids. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. no,
3: that's how I felt. As I felt that they had a higher ranking in in life than you know the church people that than mm-hmm. I did. Um, as a second and third grader, those were amazing years to to be out here at Rhema. Um I went to Northeast Elementary. I don't think I think they tore that school elementary school down. Um, but those were great years to be here. But going back home, I think just uh, for whatever reason, uh, the church was more of a priority. So uh, we learned from that, and we've, we've tried not to do that with our family uh, now that we pastor. Um, and so, we, yeah. Um, so, so, yeah, we ended up – Josh ended up going to evangelist group, and I was in the helps group.
2: You skipped yeah. over a part that I think is worth re- re- mentioning. Though.
3: Yeah, sure. Yeah.
2: And when I told her I felt like I was supposed to go into the pastor's group, oh. she said – Yeah. <laughs> not – No, but – No, she said – No, no. She said, I will not – under any circumstance, even if Jane, angels and Jesus appear to me, will I ever pastor a church with you? Ever? Okay, okay, slow that, slow that down. I,
1: it wasn't that she wouldn't pastor a church, just right. not with you. With <laughs> <me>. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah.
2: It felt really personal. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it felt really personal. Yeah. So it was. I, so I to that point that uh, you brought up earlier, uh, Pastor Craig. I didn't go into that group, I didn't want to have conflict in my home, and I felt mm-hmm. like God can do whatever he's going to do um whether I go into quote unquote the right path or not yeah and um so I went into the evangelist group as well, and it was at that time and it was that course, and it was it was brilliant I mean, and I think it's a good a good reminder that I have the belief that um all callings aren't events. Some callings are gradual awakenings. Oh yeah, absolutely. Br- brother Hagin's was kind of a burning bush Damascus ap- appearance the you know the head of the church appears to him. That's yeah, but an the, event. the
1: but the whole thing was still a process. Yeah, in well, its entirety. Well, yeah. yeah,
2: because you know brother Hagen
1: pastored for 12
0: years before he mm-hmm. entered what you know he says was his first, first phase, phase of ministry. Of ministry. So mm-hmm. so in essence those 12 years and you know and I kind of even go back did it matter where he pastored? I mean yeah. I mean I'm not I don't I'm not here to say you know you know, because obviously he, he prayed about each place he was supposed to go, mm-hmm. but ultimately that wasn't his ultimate calling. So he was only going to be there temporarily anyway, um, no matter what. And so, a lot of people are like, "Well, if I if I go take this church, then not, I'm I'm stuck here the rest of my life." And yeah. that that's not, you know, true, so to speak. And yeah. Of course, you know, especially if you go tear a church up, <laughs> 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 it won't be around. <laughs> or, or COVID happens, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, you know,
2: right. I'd be curious. Um, since Alex is here, yeah, I Let's think that him. I think that our kids are the best judge of whether we've made the adjustments that we say we're trying to make. Like Anne saying, "I don't want to be a less of a priority." So I'm, I'm. I don't know if I've ever. Do asked you feel this. special, Alex? <laughs> is the question. He's trying to ask. <laughs> yeah, I do. <laughs> I, I just no. I seriously wonder. Like, did you ever feel like? Less than or left out or forgotten or any
4: of those things, maybe you did. How did like you feel the about all that? It was a
3: priority over uh, you, yeah. right?
4: Yeah, like what you were saying. Uh, um, like most definitely, like you said, you need to like keep work outside of the house, mm-hmm. but I mean, when that's your life, it's it's hard to keep it out of the house. So I think we, you guys did a great job, yeah.
0: All
2: right, okay. You
4: well, think you well did I, the best I you think that you know, the question <laughs> is
0: now, you know, obviously. You know that there are some things like you know at Pia Pastorca that, that, that they have to do with the church or whatever, but but you didn't feel like they didn't care about you. And if if you did, you probably wouldn't be here at Ramah. <laughs> that's right. a good that's point. True. yeah, yeah,
2: that's a good point.
0: Um, and you know, and I think that's one thing that uh, I was talking the other day. Um, when I was went to go minister at Raymond, Albania, great place, and so um. A, a number of our students are in Albania are already pastoring churches. Now, what people might not know in in the late 80s, when you were in second grade, <laughs> um, <laughs> so now when the Berlin Wall fell down and communism, yeah. you know, it, it fell in the area, um, you know, before that point, um, religion was illegal. Any kind of religion, it didn't matter, Christianity, whatever, any, any kind of religion was illegal in the country. So, um, So these, um, now these pastors, you know, are are telling me, so, you know, we're not just first generation Christians, we're first generation pastors. We have no clue what our kids are going through. Um, You know, so basically their point, you know, me me being a PK, they wanted to ask me, so what are our kids going through? And Mm. my very first thing was, some of your kids are probably thinking that your church is more important to you you than they are, and and you should have... Obviously, that conversation must have came up because these people started, you know, chiming in. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a problem, you know, all over yeah. the world, not just all over America. Um, you know, and, and learning I I mean, boundaries and different things like that to, you know, I get it. You know, we because you're kind of on call 24-7, you are going to talk about the church in the home, you know, like it or not. I mean, that's—all my life we've talked about Ram and We still— I mean, half our our dinners might as well be a business meeting because it's. <laughs> you know, if, especially if my sister's with us, you know. it's always you know, we it's that's just what my mom's a workaholic, so that's all she thinks about. My dad in some other place, Angry Birds, you know. But that's, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yep. My mom doesn't really have any <laughs> anything. So, but but I think pastors need to realize. I know dads always, um, even you know the associates let him you know whenever. Sometimes, you know, we've had some conflicts with, with, with sports games. I know here, um, baseball, they try not to do Wednesday night um, baseball games, but if they have a lot of rainouts, then they'll have some Wednesday night baseball games. So, um, you know, we've endeavored to let the associates go, uh, you know, be there with their family. Um, and I, dads always thought that that's really, really important because God established a family before you establish yeah. a church. And, you know, if you save the whole world and your, yeah. your kids fall apart and everything else, then it's really kind of worthless. I agree. We talked,
3: we talked a little bit about that with the students this week, um, trying to determine if something is a true emergency, Mm -hmm. um, because I think that especially with, with having, um, internet and, uh, texting and email at your disposal at all times, just because someone reaches out to you by a text or an email doesn't mean that you have to respond in that moment to them. Um, so giving yourself permission to have that Sabbath, um, and finding, out, I mean, if it's a true emergency, but a lot of times it's not a true emergency. They've been dealing with issues for for months, for you know, <laughs> for years, and they think it's an emergency, but truly. Um, so I don't know if you want to speak to that at all, Josh.
2: Sure. One of the boundaries that we put into place came in the form of a question. You talked about boundaries, and um, you are, you can be. It's easier to access people now, I think, maybe than it used to be, and so um, I would always ask the question. Um, when did you become aware that this was a problem and, Oh all? Well, I've been dealing with this for three and a half years. Well, it can wait till Monday then, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and just, it just kind of helps bring perspective. And it honestly gives me permission to have what's important, important because we want, I want to have a strong home. I want to have a strong relationship with my wife. I want to have a great relationship with my kids but if I prioritize every other relationship but those, I can't have that. Well, I can't it, make your family strong and mine be
1: weak. Yeah, and, and it, it really is a little bit of a learning curve mm-hmm. as a pastor. Um, and, and, I'm, and I'm speaking from experience, too, and I teach this in pastoral care. Um, you know, there are uh, VDPs, yep. very draining people, <laughs> uh, and EGRs, extra grace required. <laughs> Yes, and sir. they will call you on your day off. Mm-hmm. Yep. I don't care how public it is that this is pastors' day off every week. They will have an emergency. Do you know the
2: more I published my day off,
1: the worse it got. The
2: more, the more I contacts Trust I got me. on that I day. I
1: know. I know and because
2: no, you're not busy.
1: <laughs> I know. And God hey. forbid, God forbid, you go on vacation. Oh my! And don't take their call. Yeah. I had one go on a Facebook campaign. And the the long story short, uh, a year, long story of this family and ministering to them and, and had lost a son in an industrial accident, and she had all kinds, the mother had all kind of health issues, and we just saw her bloom and blossom in the presence and grace of God in the church over time. But she still had this thing, you know. And um, so we, um, in, the, in our county back then, you know, of course rural America, everybody still reads the newspaper, mm-hmm. and every year they would do uh, – valentine of the year and so you people submit uh names to the local paper and 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 along with a story and the paper chooses the valentine of the year well kim and i are at the church working one day and the newspaper people shows up and this lady because we're we've been chosen as the valentine of the year because we've for everything we've done for her family and such wonderful pastors and amazing church and they put us on the front page of the paper for Valentine's Day. The very next year, we're going on vacation, and the staff members are there to take care of her, but because she can't reach us, she went on a full-blown social media campaign of how awful we were, what a bad church. Yeah. That's so, fun. Yeah, real fun. Oh. So, so you got to sort through that stuff. You do. And so, put your family first. I, I want to know, yourself first.
0: whenever you became Valentine of the Year, did they give you a free meal at Waffle House?
1: I <laughs> didn't get free anything. <laughs> get some roses and some candy. But,
0: but, because <laughs> Josh didn't know that Waffle House, you can make reservations for Valentine's Day. I didn't know at that. Waffle House. You know, because I had to show him my email that I got from Waffle House the other day. He did. And he, he didn't believe me. He thought uh, I was no, lying.
2: No. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, listener, you can make your reservations right now for next year on Valentine's Day. Uh, Go ahead of that. the curve. Go hey, to WaffleHouse.com. <laughs> you- now, that's the website. <laughs> don't, don't Google that. I don't even know what address that is.
3: <laughs> but you've been as direct to say to our church family, you know, hey, you want us to have a strong marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want us to have a strong family. So when I'm saying no to you, sometimes it means I'm saying yes to my son. I'm yeah. saying yes to my daughter. Yeah. I'm saying yes to my wife. So I think sometimes we can just say it that plain because you can say that, and there's a room of however many people, but in their mind, mm-hmm. they're the only person there. Yeah, you know?
2: and if I, I, uh, Alex played football his junior and senior year for the for the high school football team.
3: Tell them what you did, Bob.
2: I was the kicker. Yeah, and. um, you don't know how important the kicker is until he's your son and you're not playing <laughs> yeah. well, for I mean, people until yeah. you're in the, <laughs> national, you're in the <laughs> national championship yeah. and you miss. They
3: did not keep <laughs> well, Cincinnati.
2: Year of- they went undefeated, yeah. went to the state championship, and I don't. I think both years I only missed one game. I think I only missed. No, I missed two because your senior year I, I had I was sick. Yeah. Your senior year I missed your very last game, That's so true. I only think I only missed two games. And we went as family when he went to the championship.
4: Um,
3: Tell them where you got to kick, Al. What you say? Tell them your favorite place you got to kick.
4: Probably the Hall of Fame Stadium. That's a pretty yeah. good one.
3: Can, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. yeah. That's a pretty good one.
2: Um, but his sisters came and surprised us from Florida. One was in Florida. One was in California. So it was like just a whole family thing. Yeah. And I think that, to me, sends the message mm-hmm. that if your family wants to come home and support your family mm-hmm. – yeah. We as a family have done something, done something, right. yeah. something okay, you know, yeah. and something that that if if they if we've pastored and they still love us, if our kids still love Ange and I, they still love each other, they love God, and they love God's house, mm-hmm. I'll, and now I'll going to this next level, I'll take that, I'll yeah. take that as a win every time. Yeah. yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, because there's a lot of PKs that want nothing to do with God. Yeah, haven't darkened the door of a church you know, since they graduated from high school. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And, and I, I think, though, this is a, a good message because a lot of people who listen to the podcast um, are not pastors, not ministers or whatever. They're just in a local church, you know, and just like you enjoy your vacation, the pastors enjoy mm-hmm. yeah. their vacation. And, and there's always somebody, now depending on the size of the church, you know, it might be a paid staff member, it might be a volunteer, but there's always somebody that... um. You know, can visit you in the hospital and and do what whatever. And then you know, if if it's serious enough, yeah, you know, because there's been times it's serious enough that that the senior pastor needs to get involved and make a phone call or make a text or, or whatever. Yeah, because
1: so, I mean, I've also flew home from vacation yeah. in yeah. the middle of vacation yeah. Yeah. to do a funeral. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That I had walked through that dark valley with that family, mm-hmm. and it finally happened while we were on vacation. I booked flight and came home. Yeah.
0: Well, you know, and I know I was on. Call one week, and I was coaching one of my kids' baseball things. So someone went into the emergency room. It wasn't wasn't like they had a heart attack or something. I, I don't know. I can't remember the, you know, if it, if it was um, appendicitis or or a broken leg or something like that. And we, you know, we had two or three innings left. I mean, I I finished the game cause, and still waited in the emergency room for like two hours with him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't it wasn't like that. It was gonna um, be if if it was a big deal like you know. Then I, I would have went. Now, I went in my baseball coach and clothes um, yeah. because I, you know. Now I, I know that I've heard my grandfather talk about both my grandfathers. You know, well, my, my mom's dad always wore a suit. He he, he fished in a suit, but anyway, um, um, you know, he would say when you go to the hospital, you, you should come in the best. But you know, uh, my, my father in law. Yeah. Way. So, but you know, now actually, I was sitting there at the baseball field thinking about it. I said, would they rather have me there? Or would they rather wait for me to go home, take yeah. a shower, put a suit on? Mm-hmm. At that time, we were wearing suits and ties, or suits or ties, um, you know. And my thought was they'd rather have me there at the hospital, you know. And, Absolutely. And Jesus never wore a suit, by the way. I just want to let everyone know. Um,
2: That's a good point. Yeah. We, I remember we were at uh, Father's Day meal for me. Oh, yeah. The day after Father's Day, because, you know, you're giving out and so on. So we did it the, the Monday after, and we get a text um, a, a dear family from our church, and all all of us are together. And this young man was in a serious car accident. Oh man! Didn't so, know if he was gonna yeah. make mm-hmm. it or not. Mm-hmm. He made it. All of us, we, went we all went as a family. Yeah, yeah. Because we all knew the family. The kids went to school with him and knew his brother. And we're, my oldest son was really is really still good friends with his younger brother. We all went. We mm-hmm. check. We weren't even done. Let's go. Mm-hmm. You know so. Those now important things that. need I, your I attention we for sure. I did try to
3: include the kids um, at times when we could, but you know. not put pressure on them. Um, so I don't know. Do you have any anything along those lines you could speak to, Al? I,
4: I don't know.
0: <laughs> well, I, I guess the, the, the point is, you know, did you feel that your parents pushed you to maybe... That's a good you question. Know, you okay, were training yeah, yeah. for the ministry or or going to the ministry or, or anything, or you, you did you feel freedom
4: to... Do what you want to do. Yeah, I never felt any pressure. I always want to, like, experience things by myself. Yeah. Like, I know you guys, you, we all have to experience things ourselves, go through different tests and trials. Um, yeah, like, I know for me, like, I was going through a rough patch, but I knew that there was more for me, so I want to do better. Yeah. So it's one of the reasons why I came here. Yeah, yeah. I
2: remember those conversations. Yeah. It was, it it was, was rough, great. and but it, it was tough. But uh, God's honest truth, I never said Raymond Bible Training College mm-hmm. is a solution. Yeah, you know we've just done our best to let our kids go on a spiritual journey, help lead them as parents, of course. And he knows where we did, he knows what we did. But he needed to have that direction for himself. Angie and I couldn't; we were not going to make that choice mm-hmm. because he had to. You know, he had to decide that. I will say the lunch. When he told us what his choice was, yeah, she cried and I cried inside. I mean, I was yeah. like, "Whoa, this is exciting! Like, this I mean, is we great." We
3: We helped him lay out. Hey, you know, here's some here's some options for steps for you. And Raymo was sure. in one of the options, um, but we we knew that for him to come out here, he had to have that conviction on his own that this right. is what God wanted for him. So, yeah.
0: Well, you know, my my youngest son, Skyler, who's second year Raymo student, or is he third year? He's, <laughs> He's, third, year. He's, He's th- third year. I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. Years got to Third year Raymo student. Um, he was going to um university of central oklahoma um uco in edmond you know so he's going to school freshman studying business and so and we had a heart to heart you know one day you know because actually it wasn't really about ramos it was about in my own opinion his major and things like you know like what do you really want to do yeah Mm -hmm. you know you know because you know college is expensive um Way more expensive than Ramos, right? Ramos actually, actually Ramos, as far as we can find out, is the most affordable Bible college in the nation. Mm-hmm. Well, um, you know, and so all our so-called competitors are way more expensive than, than we are. Um, Curse here, our partner club, yeah. who, who helps us keep our tuition low. But anyway, we'll come to find out when we begin to actually have, and he doesn't, you know, we probably had very few of these father-son, you know, heart-to-heart, like, you know, he's, he's really kind of closed-book a lot of ways, but, you know, and because we were getting ready for, it was, I guess, it, we were getting ready for enrollment for the next semester, I guess, and that was, so we were talking about some things, because he was a little frustrated at college, um, kind of got some wrong friends, which was not good, so we trying to maybe hang around some right friends, <laughs> um, and so, um, you know, come to find out, he said, well, Dad, really, um, you know, I'll probably graduate and go to Ramo. I'm like, so if you're going to graduate and go to Rama, and you, and, you know, he didn't say he was definitely going to go in the ministry, you know, because go to Rama, yeah, you know, some people come to Rama just to train, mm-hmm. you know, just to learn more about the Bible, you know. But I said, if you're going to go to Rama, I said, oh, don't you just go to Rama now, and then if you want to continue your college journey, we can do that after you graduate. I mean, yeah. you know, because um, you know, that plus it would keep them some around some better friends. Um.
3: Well, some of the things they're teaching in the colleges, I think I'd recommend them coming yeah. to Rama first, yeah. So they. Don't all the junk, man. There's so much,
0: yeah. And, and actually, um, you know, that's a segue to Rainbow Bible Training College, rbtc.org. If you'll just go there, you can find out more about Rainbow Bible Training College. Um, you can um, give us your name, your email, and a phone number, we'll immediately send you a digital packet, you know, because things digitally, and then um, we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call and try to set forth. A time for you to come to Raymond College weekend, or just come v- visit the campus and um, find out more about Raymond Bible College. And also, there's things there on the website. Um, probably a whole lot easier than whenever you guys came. You know, yeah. like, um, you probably got a VHS tape or something like that.
2: I think we did. I think we had something definitely mailed. Yeah. And I think the thing going back to what you were saying in the conversation with Alec, what, what I think excited me so much was it's a lot of pressure for an eighteen, nineteen. 20 year old probably can go much higher than that in age Mm -hmm. to know what they're supposed to do for forever. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you don't know, I think that was the thing that excited me so much that he didn't have all that direction. Well, what better way to get direction than a place that's going to lead you how to be led by your spirit, get a strong foundation, Mm -hmm. and make a decision from there? I mean, I think that's a, I think anybody listening that doesn't have direction, that's a beautiful move. and, And how many times do you hear
0: about somebody in their mid 30s, maybe 40, and they make a career change because yep. you know sure. they picked a career that you know that maybe they're good at, but
3: making them miserable. It,
0: it mm-hmm. makes them miserable. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, I have an accounting degree. I do nothing with accounting. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, and and I, I don't know if I really would want to be an accountant. Now, you know, when it comes, I love marketing and love you know stuff like that. But I mean, accounting, I'm good at it, but that really wasn't what I wanted to do. In, in life um, mm-hmm. you know that basically it's, it's a good business degree to, to, to have mm-hmm. um, so you know and you know but um you know rhema is is a lot different you know too I, obviously we don't have the math and the English and we don't have the wokeism that's the, yeah. you know the, the big thing <laughs> but what, what you said about following the leading of the spirit I mean you know many folks that we've interviewed here that are not in, in ministry they might be lay ministers or whatever how about in their church or something but I mean as far as ministers um, but they talk about that learning to follow the leading of the spirit, you know, has helped them in their business, and That's they've been right. successful yes. businessmen sure. and women because of learning to follow the spirit. So it says it was actually more important than whatever yeah. they learned in because yeah. these people actually went to some you know secular colleges, and what they learned there is out, outdated. I mean, anything I learned in marketing, even stuff I learned in accounting, do you, do you realize them? Um, we have <laughs> we have computers that do all the stuff that I, <laughs> right. I learned how to do by hand, yeah. you know, and and like um you know, when I took the c p a test, you couldn't use a calculator, now you have to have a calculator to take the test wow. so it's you know just just you know technology i mean you know it's obviously you don't need me if you if you have
1: a... I and just ask Siri <laughs> yeah. Yeah. or alexa um, so
3: but one of our great friends is a business person uh, that we went to rayma with and very successful in Canada, and yeah, I mean they. They came to rayma I think they were about our age when they came to Ramo.
2: Yeah, he was, and he talks all the time about how he'll get stuck in the business, and yeah. he'll pray, and he'll seek God, and mm-hmm. God will give him an answer. I mean, yeah. I mean, we've talked to several people in the business world that have a connection with Ramo, came to Ramo, or are connected, and they say that over and over. I didn't know how to get, I didn't know the way forward, and nobody on my team knew it, nobody on my staff knew it with with all the help that I had. and. The spirit of God just gave me the direction, mm-hmm. and it was the thing to do. Right.
0: Yeah, and and I, you know, that's why we try to point out that rainbow is not just about ministry, but no. you know, just just about a foundation in life. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And um, my mom actually I just uh, I'm not trying to throw her under the bus or anything like that, <laughs> but you know, my mom I, I actually whenever because because I, I had a supernatural calling, um, when I was 17, I was I gra- graduated 17, so I was senior in high school, and um, just ha- had a I didn't have a vision, but I had a you know, I was—I don't know—had a um, voice come down. From, you know, just you know, the Lord began to talk with me, called me in the ministry, talked about my life, and the devil tried to kill me a couple well, times. In my yeah, life yeah. and things like that. And um, so um, so I knew I was called. And before that point, I mean, I'm during my senior year. I, I actually, I think, I was already accepted. I I, I was going to go to OU, um, which is interesting because I went to OSU. Yeah, so I was going to go to OU. And, uh, but then I just—I think I was already accepted at OU at the time, and I decided to ask my mom whether I could just go to Rama, you know. And so my mom says, "No, you need to go get your college degree first, and then come to Rama, you know, because that way you can be a better help to us in the ministry." I.e., that's why I have a accounting degree. But uh, um, <laughs> but I decided actually um, to go to ORU first, um, you know. So I tra- so I moved to ORU. I made my my Future roommate, with my best friends, mad because we were already rooming together, had my dorm and everything. So I went to ORU for a couple of years, and then because of some various things, um, ended up at Oklahoma State University. Um, but but yeah, so my mom always for me and my sister and other people always kind of pushed getting getting your degree first. And one of the reasons is is my mom actually only um she was um, valedictorian, wasn't it? Or salutatorian? She was second in her high school class, and she. Um, For whatever reason her dad decided her dad was not a college graduate he was a a minister but so their rules in their family is you know i'll support you through high school but if you want to go to college you got to support yourself and you know my my uncle is a very successful banker i mean he paid his own way my my mom um went his her her freshman year of college and then ended up not graduating because she she actually got a good job and things began to happen and things like that and then ended up with her her beauty license and so, but she always kind of wishes she would have graduated from 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 college, mm-hmm. and so that um was a big deal. But now she's like, you know, people need to come to Raymond first. Mm-hmm. And, yeah,
1: and, yeah. We we were the same way with our kids, a little different. Yeah, I don't know. Things have changed, changed. at such a so. such with such rapidity over mm-hmm. the last few years. And and face it, if 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 you've been in ministry for a time and you started with nothing, most of us have struggled. Mm-hmm. And That's just mm-hmm. the facts. Mm-hmm. And um, and so when the conversation would come up with our two girls, you're going to college, then you can decide what you want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so both of our girls graduated from Northern Kentucky University uh, with their bachelors and then decided to go to Rama. Uh, actually, this, our, my youngest daughter finished her bachelors while she was going to Rama. They allowed her to do that long distance before that was a thing. Mm. And then after she graduated she has since got her masters from O R U. But but we kinda of pushed that line. We want them to be um to have a degree, have something. But but now now I think if I was doing it over again, as crazy as it is in these mm-hmm. colleges, these kids need a biblical foundation. Yeah. They didn't know who they are in Christ and they didn't know if they're a boy or a girl or a squirrel yes. before they go to college.
0: Yeah, and yes. even if you have the word Christian in your college that not I mean, mean I mean there's a lot of wokeism uh, I'm, I'm not saying all the Christian colleges, you know, in the nation, but but a, a lot of Christian colleges yeah. um, that, I mean, are, that are liberal arts universities that you just, I mean, the word liberal is in, in your name. So yeah, right. A, you know, because, you know. I've, it's,
2: they're infested with it. Well, yeah. it, we had this conversation with our kids um, that not everyone is academic ready in their mind. They're not necessarily like quote-unquote college students like that's not what they want to do yeah. and I, I think that that used to be maybe a, a criticism or a slight but if you look around it is very difficult to get things done if you need a skilled trade person to do it yeah. so we have a lot of push toward formal education but then you can't find an electrician yeah you no, can't find I mean, a plumber
0: i mean I, I really would like i said i i would I you know pushed my kids to, to go to find a trade and, and different things you know like that. Now, my, my middle son Blake, um, he already taught himself how to weld anyway. So, he, and actually Skyler learned how to weld. So you know they both considered going to Tulsa Welding School. I mean mm-hmm. you know, um, you know they're they're both you know training here at Raymond. You know, but even um, I think Skyler even thought about going you know get training on on HVAC or different things like that. And it wasn't for his thing. It wasn't to help you know. You know, Start a company was it was to help us here, a because you you see, there's so many needs that we have. Yeah, you know, it's sort of like we have trouble hiring somebody. So,
2: I I mean, I, that's why I think like even sorting through trades go to do I go yeah. to college? Do I go to trade school? Do I do this? Do I do that? The foundation of the Word and the Spirit here is going to make that decision, not necessarily easier, but at least you have more confidence when you make the decision right. because you followed a equipped a biblical process to, to be equipped. Yeah,
0: well, exactly. Also, too, I mean, you know, if you come here for two or most most students come in for three years, some of them for four years, you know, then you make a decision. If you don't feel called to the ministry, you make a decision to go, you know, whenever you're a little older, you're a little more like, you know, you can make wiser decisions. I mean, you know, they say the male brain, you have to like 25 before it, it, yeah. it's really a fully you're you're, fully you're a
1: liability until you're 30 years old right <laughs> yeah sorry <unc>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no,
0: no I mean you know and it is interesting and I think it's also a culture thing because there's stuff that I had that I did at 16 that most 16 year olds couldn't do of course my, my parents left me in a foreign country with my sister with no phone yeah. in a map you know I mean I was we were in, in Hong Kong my parents had a full gospel businessman luncheon and said, took me to an area of Hong Kong that I didn't know, handed me a map, says, hey, you know, it's like noon. Two hours later, come back. You know, we have no cell phones. We have no GPS. We have no – hand me a map, said, feed your sister, hang out, figure something to do, and meet us back here. Well, the choice was either that or hang out in the lobby for two hours, you know, which you – know, That's gonna, wild. That is wild. So that, I was 15 at that point in time, my sister being 11. You know, so, you know, now I, you know, if they would have dropped me off in the area of Hong Kong where our where our hotel was, where I've already, you know, I knew where the Burger King, I knew where places were, you know, that would have been better. But, you know, but what the cool thing about it was 15 having a new area to explore a new area, right? you know, but m- most parents now <laughs> wouldn't do that with their yeah. kids.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> say that's true. you know, I mean, you know
0: but, yeah. but, you know, the, the other side about it is, I mean, I had a lot of responsibility, even at 16, um my parents so my parents had a deal if if we made good grades that they would buy us a used car at sixteen and a new car when we graduated from high school. But the point is whenever for me it wasn't for my sister, now you're gonna get a car, but you know, and I'm going we're gonna we're gonna pay the insurance and give you you know some money you know, give me allowance so that I can afford my gas and a little bit of food or whatever I want to do. Um, but you're gonna drive your sister wherever she needs to go. <laughs> I mean, you know, ballet practice, you know, all, all these kind of things. I mean, so I don't know how many times actually I would, I would go with a blank check in, in my pocket and take my sister, me and my sister go, get, go to the dentist or take her to the doctor or do all these kind of things, you know, just because I had
2: a car. And so this really wasn't like uh, a perk. This was like the <laughs> forerunner of Uber Eats and yeah, Uber. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, you were Denise's so, Uber.
0: So, my my mom says buying me a car was one of the best things ever. And just to um, <laughs> and actually, this, no, this is this is illegal. But um, so I got to get my car at fifteen and a half because I got my permit you know at, at 15 and a half we
1: were driving at 12 on the farm yeah
0: well so well no i started <laughs> i started driving at 12 here on campus i worked in the mechanic shop and so um they would tell me to drive a car around and i, I would change the oil you know get the oil thing oh, drive on the highway oh, oh, not not on the highway i drove on campus all right <laughs> but but so i had a car at 15 um you know and i got for, got it for christmas actually so there was one time something was going on and my mom could not make it back from um um, from Raymond to get my sister somewhere. And so I got called on the phone, Craig, you got you got a car? Cause she goes, can you take your sister to wh- wherever? And I'm like, and, and sometimes actually, uh, back then, if I had a friend, now Oklahoma changed it, it, had to be over 18. But at that time, if you had, all you had to have a licensed driver in the front seat, they could be 16. Oh, so yeah. I would call my friends who had a licensed driver but no car, and they come out. Well, I, I didn't have a friend. My, my sister had to go to wherever she had to go. And so, so I looked, you know, my mom goes, well, you got a car, take her. I mean, it was two miles away, you know, but, so (laughs) I I didn't even have my license, but I, I took her to um, wherever she needed to go because, you know, and if I got pulled over, I was going to blame it on my mom, but, you know, but, but, you know, I I think that today's generation is a little bit different. I mean, there's, I I don't know why they don't seem to grow up as as fast as (laughs) or whatever, Um, and so, um, you know, but I, I do think that going Because they didn't to, live on the farm. <laughs> right. They didn't
3: live on the farm. Exactly right. <laughs> 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 yeah. 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 yeah
0: I, I don't know.
1: And we, you have to do, realize, if you study the generations, Craig, you're not a generation. We are known as the uh, latchkey kids, the most under-supervised generation <laughs> in the history of
2: American society. The most under-supervised, supervised, and it shows. <laughs> yeah, and it <laughs>
1: shows. <laughs> yeah. But the problem is most of our generation grew up to be helicopter parents. Well— And that's the problem.
3: That's probably that's probably true.
1: And you might want to explain what a helicopter parent for some people who listen to Bob. Yeah, hovering over the little child and won't let him, you know, do anything without oversight, overly supervised.
0: Yeah. So see that wasn't me. Yeah, no. Yeah. So so now maybe Cameron at first it was a little bit but but man Skyler got to do things that, that most kids his age didn't get to do because...
1: Of, oh my I man. ran my uncle's truck in the ditch. I was 12 years old and then went and parked in and acted like nothing
2: ever happened. But he figured it out. I think you'd have done that no matter what generation <laughs> you grew <laughs> up. Johnny, it just seems like that would have been yeah. your destiny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to steal pickup
0: trucks and park. I'm in the wrong spot. So, Alex, let me talk to you. I know you're not real talkative or whatever. but So, I mean, um, what... What
4: kind of experience made you decide to come to Ram? I mean, you know. Okay, I saw. I'll say, uh, going back to like the school thing, I felt like, um, like I know for sure I wasn't like dumb, but like school made me feel like I wasn't smart for some reason. Like I just wasn't academically there. But like, I knew like I was wise in like other ways. Like, Mm -hmm. what we say is like book smart and street smart. Yeah, I was street smart. So like, that's why I feel like. One of the reasons why I came to Raymo's is because, like, if I did want to go to college, like, I had the foundation set. And, like, if I won whatever I was going to do going to college, then, then I would know. Mm-hmm. But, like, coming here, I just knew it was right for the moment. Like, I was cutting grass. Like, I still love that. It's fun. It was a passion, but, like, I knew there was... There is more for me than just, like, cutting grass the rest of my life. So that's, I don't know,
1: that's part of it.
0: Yeah. So um, also, the tests are not very hard. Um, least well,
1: um, the list that I was going to go there. Did you pass my New Testament survey final exam? Yes, sir, I did. Well, if you'd pass that, because people flunk it every year. So really? kudos <laughs> to wow. yeah.
3: Good job, Al. So people yeah. flunk?
1: People flunk that test. Really?
2: Yeah. Mostly because they don't pay attention. <laughs> Well, uh-huh. I will tell you this. I said, "New Testament survey is going to be one of the most important courses." I don't know. I didn't know who taught it, yeah. it? but pay attention that'll help you, it, you the rest the lead, of the Spirit. <laughs> it's that was that was that was one I paid close attention to, and it yeah, helped
1: me the most. Too. Yeah, yeah, helped me connect the dots. So I've got a framework for everything else I was going to learn. Yeah, and that's kind of the way I approach it teaching it too. So
3: we hosted uh, Crusade in was it
2: May of twenty twenty
1: May
3: of twenty yeah. And then, oh, he, yeah, that's right, I think yeah. the, I think Alex was kind of he was kind of late to apply to Rhema, maybe, um, but I think he he felt like he needed uh to have that experience,
2: well, he told us to he, he was going to tr- take those morning times to pray yeah. mm-hmm. and make that the focus of his prayer during the crusade, and that's when he got his answer, if I remember yeah. correctly yeah, so that's pretty cool. well, that's awesome, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, so if you're listening out there and you're like, i don't know what I'm supposed to do in life, then Maybe Rayma Valley Training College is the place for you. If you'll just go to rbtc.org, you can check it out. Um, we have many different things on there, including a little video uh, about Ramo. Um And if you'll give us your name, your email, and your phone number, we'll immediately send you a digital packet, and then we'll have one of our student ambassadors give you a call. Maybe try to set up a time for you to come visit campus or even come to our RaMA College weekend. Or maybe you're out there and say, you know what, I'm ready to apply. You can apply right now online um, right there at rbtc.org well we're going to bring you guys back for another um, broadcast next week Um, so it's probably a good place to to end today's broadcast you know here at Raymond we're bringing hope Hope, help and healing healing to to the the world. world God bless you guys you guys have a wonderful day